This episode is brought to you by She Trademarks. Rihanna Green is She Trademarks on Instagram, so you might recognize her from there. But Rihanna is a hairstylist turned attorney, and she now helps beauty professionals get legally legit with one-on-one services in done-for-you products. Her one-on-one services include trademarking, which is the only way to legally own your brand name and protect it from copycats and imitators. She also can create custom contracts for you, whether you are hiring employees, starting a class, or even collaborating with a brand. She also has DIY plug-and-play templates that are drafted by an attorney, such as salon policies, consent forms, and so much more. This way, you can feel confident charging no-show fees, posting before and afters, and even testimonials legally, just knowing that you're protected. You can connect with Rihanna on Instagram at SheTrademarks or head to SheTrademarks.com to learn more. Welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. I'm Shelby, your host, and today I am joined by Tress Larson. She is a trainer for Lash Box LA, and she's also a coach for lash artists. So welcome to the show, Tress. Thank you so much for having me. I um, I started listening to Lash, uh, Lash Boss Radio like years ago when I was like, I need to know everything going on in the lash industry. And um it might sound funny, but it's kind of a surreal moment that I'm here right now. So thanks, thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. I thank thank you for saying that. That means so much. It's crazy that you would even be a listener at one point. That's so cool. Um, I just had a flashback moment to the first time that we met because we talked over Zoom. Do you remember that? Well, that's I not the first so. time we met, but that's the first time we really had a conversation was over Zoom. Yes. You were like, I just wanna mm-hmm. like let's just connect. And we just hopped on a call and yeah. So yeah, no, because well, I had seen you everywhere, but I I didn't know exactly who you were when I was seeing you different places, and then I I connected the dots and I was like, oh my gosh, like how how have we not have not had a longer conversation than this by now? I know, um, yeah, agreed, and that was really just like a year ago because it was around LashCon, so it's about a year that I feel like I've really gotten to know you, but. I want to start with this episode, just kind of diving into your journey. Just briefly walk me through like just the bullet points of your career so far in the lash industry. Whoa. Okay. Um, wow. I was first certified in 2006. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was in and high school. Yeah. That was a really long time ago. I was just out of high school to be fair, like for my own benefit. Um, But my first training was about 45 minutes long and they demonstrated what we were doing and handed us our kits and they were like, here, go do this on each other. And I think my passion for education started there because I was like, what? And knowing what I know now, like that is, I mean, that's huge. Like the the amount of um, responsibility that we had for safety that we had no idea we had was extraordinary, right? So I basically did lashes. I would say off and on for the next 12 years or so. Um, I I was a spa manager. I was a front desk manager. I've worked in the salon industry since I was 16. And beauty has always been an enormous part of my life. And um, it wasn't until I think it was... Hmm, I think it was 2012. 
um, that I was like, oh, this is this is really going somewhere. And it's because classic lashes used to be like 40 lashes on, on each eye was a full set and they were J curl and 0.25s. And we picked them up out of a little plastic jar and they were loose. And um, they just like really didn't gain the traction until around 2012 in my perspective. Um, I've quit my job as a lash artist solidly four different times to go into completely different industries. A couple of times was corporate. Once I went and became a barista and it's because there really wasn't a community or, or any kind of support system in the lash industry because it was so new and it was a really hard place to live in and work in and, and do everything with. And, um, I, I got to a point where I was working in a coffee shop. I was earning $9 an hour. I didn't believe in myself to save my whole life. Um, I was doing hair and makeup for weddings and photo shoots and special events. And my husband came home one day and he told me he had lost his job. And there were layoffs going around. It was seasonal in Minnesota and it was wintertime and he came home without a job. And I just had this catalyzing moment in my life going, I'm never going to let this happen again. And I knew that if I just believed in myself and pushed myself the way that I knew I could, I could earn more money doing lashes, doing like two fills a day than I could working at that coffee shop every day. And I just needed to believe in myself for it. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I'm going to be the best. I have to be the best. And I found a goal setting partner who is still also like still my goal setting partner. She's like one of my best friends in the world. And we started working on our businesses together. And that kind of like took off from there because I realized I would get farther working toward a goal, even if it was an impossible goal. That's an impossible goal to want to be the, the best ever, right? But I would get farther working towards that goal than if I never had it at all. So I just like went all in. I have a few questions. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start with the goal setting partner. Tell me more about that. Um, did you guys just, would y'all get together and just talk about y'all's dreams and hold each other accountable? Would y'all check in on progress? Like, how would you guys do that? Yeah. So she is super business minded. She owns, her name's Amber. She owns Amber Bud Atelier in Minnesota. It's a spa. And we found each other. She's an esthetician. I'm a lash artist. We found each other through a mutual friend. And we were like, okay, we both want really big things for our businesses. Let's let's do this. And we would get together. I think, I think it was like every two weeks, we would check in over text message and the phone. And I remember our first meetings were at my house or at her house. And we would like set out like tea and cookies or lattes or whatever and talk about the times when we would actually be able to go to Starbucks and pay for coffee and pay for tea and do all of the things that we wanted to do with our life when we had to do it at home for now. So we would get together and we would set goals together. She actually is incredible at like breaking goals down into like the most digestible chunks so that you have this perfect roadmap. It's, it's like a miracle. She still helps me with it today. And we held each other accountable. We worked on the same things. We worked on our social media, um, on on our behind the scenes stuff, and really just like every two weeks or so would get down into the nitty gritty of what was going on and hold each other accountable. And it was life changing. If anybody has the opportunity to find somebody like that, you don't have to be friends first. In fact, I probably recommend that you're not because you're talking about business so much, right? Um, and our incredible friendship has bloomed out of that, but. It really was life-changing. 
I think that the point you just said about not being friends is actually a really good point because how many times as as a business owner are we all so excited about something that's um, like an idea we have or something that's in the works and we're talking to family or our friends and you're just realizing like either you don't get it at all or you're you don't you just your energy does not match what I need what I need um, yeah. so yeah I think that that's a really really good tip. So another question I had was about how long you've been in the industry. I've been in the industry for 12 years and I thought that that was a long time, which it is, but it is. I can't like you were in it before really anyone. You're one of the very first. And so you've really seen the industry change a lot and ebb and flow in your own career. But um, do you have like a favorite season or era uh, that you've seen the lash industry be in since the beginning? Wow. Okay. That's, I maybe have two answers for that. Um, my first answer would be as far as like style and what we're capable of doing with lashes now. I would say that now is my favorite time because all of the rules are off, right? Like there's a couple of rules we need to hold fast to. We all know that it's isolation, it's proper placement and glue usage, right? And it's making sure that we're not damaging our clients' natural lashes by putting like giant lashes on them, right? Other than that, all of the styling rules are basically gone, right? We we don't have like these stigmas as much. The The hardest time for me but the time that made me, I would feel like a greater lash artist was when when Russian volume was the it was the standard. Mm-hmm. And it was soul crushing for some of us because we worked so, so hard to accomplish it all the time. And we felt like if we didn't follow these perfect set of rules, we weren't doing it right. Right. And so I would say as far as like lash styles go, now is absolutely my favorite time. And as far as the industry goes, I would say, oh, I don't want to say this. I would say pre-COVID because everything, everything changed after that and not in a bad way. But I feel like I'm really concerned about the lash artists that I see going out on their own immediately after going to school, thinking that they're going to be able to run a solo successful business. And some people are able to. But I also know that I wouldn't have been able to at that point in my career. And I really like to advocate for lash artists to go work in salons because the amount that you can learn from having a team around you is extraordinary. And I feel like so many people have lost out on that by everybody wanting to be essentially their own boss or a renter. You you lose out on that community and that education and that experience that I feel like is so important and that was much more prevalent pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. I think working for yourself is totally a good goal to have and can be definitely part of your journey at one point. But I think there's a lot of talk about it's almost in the energy of the marketing for someone's course or somebody's coaching or mentorship program. It's almost like a shame-based type of marketing or a flashy um, energy where it's like, you should be desiring all of this. And if you don't, what are you doing? Or you should be working for yourself. And if you're not, what are you doing? And that is the type of marketing that I just, I've I've seen more of it after COVID too. So Mm -hmm. I know you've recently started coaching 
And you've been in the industry so long before you even started doing that. Are you also seeing that just the same way people are going into work for themselves, they're also jumping maybe into training or coaching a little bit too soon too? Well, yeah. I mean, like, there's a reason that I've I've always advocated working for a company. And you know, like I've been an employee for a really long time with Lashbox, and that's been that's been incredibly important to my career because I wouldn't be who I am or capable of what I am today without having been part of that team. And I think it was it was during like the COVID time that everybody was like, oh, well, I can teach other people and still make money while my doors are closed. And it did sustain a lot of people, I feel like. But but my concern is when when lash artists have only been doing this a couple of years and they want to jump into training and they want to jump into coaching and they want to jump into mentoring, I feel like they have a lot to offer, right? Like they obviously have a lot of knowledge if they have the confidence to start offering that. But there's also still so much to go through. And I think it also comes from, you know, being older and having having that life perspective of I know the kind of artist I was eight years ago or 12 years ago. And I know what I was capable of. I also know there was so much more for me to go through as a lash artist that brought so much more value to what I have to offer students. Um, there's this book that I am on my third, I'm I'm reading it for the third time. And if you're interested in being a coach or a trainer or whatever, it's amazing. It's called Right Now. And uh, my coach suggested it to me, uh, but it's by Steve Chandler. And in one of the in one of the chapters, he talks about how if you were naturally a great athlete or or service provider, you fill in the blank for what it is, lash artist, and you got good really, really fast. Those people don't necessarily, I want to be really careful how I say this, don't necessarily make the the best the best uh, trainers or coaches like in sports and that kind of thing, because what they did came naturally to them, right? And it's like, I sucked for a really long time. Like I did solidly less than mediocre lashes for like 12 years, guys. And that might not sound like it's a good credential for me to add to my resume, but the fact of the matter is I've been through all of the hardest things you can go through as a lash artist. I have done all of the mistakes. Nobody ever has to feel stupid saying something in front of me because I can be like, yeah, I've been there, right? And so I think there is so much value to people who have done this for a really long time. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm just saying like, stay in it keep going like keep learning don't feel like if you're offering training or offering mentoring or offering coaching that like this is the place that you've made it to and and this is great and like keep keep going because all of the experience that you have yet to um to have is going to develop your strengths as as a trainer and as a coach um, I would love to kind of talk quickly about you working for Lashbox and um, what things specifically you mentioned, you know, working for them has gotten you to where you are today. What things specifically about working for them as a company or just a lash company in general do you think is valuable to a lash artist who's maybe looking to uh, set a goal like that? Yeah. 
Um, that's a great question. So you've heard the term iron sharpens iron, right? When we are surrounded with others who are are like us and have the same, um, I don't want to say the same skill set, but like a similar trade, right? We have so much more to reference than just our own experience. And we have so many, we have, we have so much um to I guess to lend to our confidence when we're not feeling confident. So one of the the biggest factors for me was uh, the co-founder of Lashbox LA, Sylvia. She's the the master lash artist and the person who develops all of our products. And she created the flower bouquet technique, which is like around the entire world, right? And having somebody with more experience than me was vital to me learning all of the things that I was capable of learning, right? So like she would sit down and she would critique the pictures of my lash sets that I did. And I wanted her to. I needed to hear that feedback, right? She would show me what went wrong and what could have gone right and what to do next time. And like that's that's just like a tiny slice of it, but you have the ability to have multiple minds that are that are focused on and thinking about the same thing all in one area, making everybody in that place better. So I feel like working for Lashbox was like an automatic mentorship for me, right? Like I learned so much simply being there. And it's part of the reason that I'm really passionate about people working with a team because no matter what, two minds are better than one, even if you don't always agree, right? Even if you have differing opinions, you can learn more about either what makes you unique and different or learn how to do things better and differently in order to become a better lash artist. So I think I answered your question. Yeah. Um, I think it almost pushes you to just find the best way to do something or solve a problem just it's almost like whenever you're problem solving with somebody you're having a solution and then they refine that and then you refine that and you end up coming to the best possible solution probably much quicker than if you were to just do that by yourself and um navigate that but i also just want to say lashbox feels like such a well-oiled machine when you guys are at conferences and trade shows y'all's team meshes really well together and y'all are all friendly and I've seen you guys set up uh both for a class at my salon and also at the summit when you guys were like setting up and it just felt like y'all all knew how to do the balloons y'all had a system going for like setting up the products and no one seemed to really bat an eyelash like you just seemed like you've done it a million times before and I just really love y'all's brand um y'all are just a fun company and just very unique I guess in that way too thank you so part of the reason that we're like that is because of um Lydia Dominic um so on Instagram she's lashbox lid and she's the original person who who put our training team together and she was so focused on doing it with love that it changed like the entire, I, I don't want to say changed, it created the entire culture of our team. Um, and that's something that she has taught me to do over many years and that she teaches everybody on our team to do. And it's incredible because when you lead with love, 
as I'm sure you know, but when you lead with love, everything is different. Like everybody feels cared for, everybody feels important, and we want to contribute to a team that perpetuates that, right? So all of our trainings are led with love first. Technique is incredibly important, right? Um, Theory is incredibly important. Accuracy is incredibly important. But to us, we could have all of those things, but if we don't do it with love and compassion and kindness and let people know that we care about them as a human being the most, they're not going to leave with the same ability for transformation as they would when they know that they're deeply cared for. So she really created a team that we've been able to keep developing and keep moving forward that puts people first. And I is like service oriented, I guess. So like none of us are really there out for ourselves or out to be like, well, I don't want to do that. You have to do that. We're just, we're, we show up and we work together and it's beautiful. Yeah. I've taken a class with Lydia. She's awesome. I love her so much too. Um, So now you're not only just training for Lashbox, you're also um, doing your own coaching program too. Can you tell us a little bit about that? What got you inspired to start doing that and how is it going so far? Um, thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I've been on a self-development journey, I guess you could say, over the last like eight years. So um, I used to be someone who had severe social anxiety. I suffered from um, major depression and anxiety in general. I had been medicated for it for many years of my younger life. And I I came to a place in my life that was like a transformative moment, I guess you could say. And sort of like that catalyzing decision about like going all in with lashes, it was like I needed to go all in for myself because I couldn't keep living life this way, right? So for the last eight years, I have worked on myself and my mindset and the way that I talk to myself um, so much that it's become a major passion for me to help others do the same thing. Um, even, even a few years ago, the amount of stress that I carried in my life was extreme and I put it on myself. And I, um, I've finally gotten to this place over the last year or so that I, I'm completely different than the person I used to be. Like people meet me now and they're like, oh my gosh, you're so laid back and you're so relaxed. And like people think I'm fun and I do not understand that. And I I was just this really, really stressed out, anxious person for the majority of my life. Like to the point that when I was in middle or in elementary school, I had stomach aches from stress. And in middle school, it transitioned to headaches. And in high school, I got sick all the time. And um I've been able to walk through that and walk out of that and knowing the steps that it took me to get there and that I can teach them to other people and help them do the same thing. I'm like, this is one of the things that I was made for, right? And then I had my own journey over the last year with um, my coach. His name is Ben Owen and um, he originates from the UK and he helped me so much like line everything up in my life to go wow, like the the way that I think, the way that I behave, the action I take is really all within my control without it being like a, I need to be in control of everything kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
so yeah, it's I've I've been teaching people and I've been coaching people through trainings for years, and I didn't really realize what I was doing there. Um, with the with the coaching aspect of it, you know, when I would be one on one with people, and it just feels like the next natural progression because I love lash artists and I love this art and I love teaching and I still do all of that, but I want to be able to help people become the fullest version of themselves. And like you said earlier, there's this idea of what success needs to look like out there because it's there's there's people that have painted this picture of it. And we think, oh, if I want to be successful, I need to pursue those things. And I just want to help people be successful on their own terms instead of what they're seeing out there in the world. Um, when you were talking about that, something was coming to mind. Um, it was sometimes a lot of the work that we're doing is internal. And so even when, I don't know, almost like even when we're being quiet or it doesn't really seem like much is going on, you might be doing a lot of work on the inside. And when you said how long you've been going through this journey, I feel like I've been on a similar journey, but only for the last few years. And so it was just it's just cool to see you talking about it now as if you've like come on the other side because um, it's, I don't know. I just want to say like, look at all that you've done when you were going through that really hard time. And I guess I'm trying to say, um, now that you've walked that journey, your life, um, just looks different getting to do, help other people walk it too. And I just think you've just done some work that's like internal that might have been equally as hard as building businesses and everything like that. But sometimes the work, the biggest work is like, you can't even see it. It's not very tangible and it's just a lot more meaningful sometimes too. Yeah. I fully agree with that. I, um, I, <laughs> I mean, I've put myself through it, man. Like the, the amount of weight I put into, um, the smallest conversations, the amount of stress that I took on from work wherever I happened to be working at the time, whether it was for myself or for a company or for a spa. Um, and and I don't know, i i had I had to do the work behind the scenes in order to live a life that I loved. And it's funny because, like, for a long time, like my vision board was full of, you know, all the things and like the cars and the houses and and the tangible things that we we connect with success visually and mentally. And my version of success now is so different than it was a few years ago. And it's um it's literally loving the moment that I'm in, right? It's like it's having enough. Yes, that's important to me. But the amount of money that I make, um, long term is no longer a massive goal for me. I want to, I want to make an impact on other people's lives, and I want to live a life that I love. And when I was either so stuck on the past, or I actually wrote about it on my story this morning, I was so stuck on the past or so stuck on the future, I was living in a place that didn't exist, and like time was going by without my permission. And everything was either focused on what happened and what went wrong in the past and how can the future be better. And while I, I did accomplish great things during that time, it was it was a period of time that I couldn't 
enjoy what I had or what I had accomplished because I couldn't see it. All I could see was like the next 10 steps and what I needed to do next. And being able to sit back and like appreciate your life and celebrate where you are right now and be in the moments that I have with my family and my loved ones and my friends, like that's my version of success right now. And it doesn't, it just because I'm coaching somebody doesn't mean that that has to be their version of success. I just want everybody to know that it looks different for everybody and and that it's a journey. Like just because I thought I wanted something at some point and it's no longer one of my goals doesn't mean it wasn't important for me to have that goal. It just means that I've changed and that's beautiful. It is. And also very freeing, I'm sure too. Um, when you talk to other artists, are you seeing any, um, correlation between maybe having some trauma or things like anxiety, depression, and trying to build a business super fast or in the way that you describe as like not really being present, but just always living in either direction. Are you seeing a correlation between trying to achieve and like grab all of the dreams and goals and people kind of dealing with some stuff internally too? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the biggest thing that I see right now, because I have lots of conversations, right? The biggest thing I see right now is lash artists that have been in the game for a year or two or three, maybe, and they're incredibly hard on themselves and upset with themselves over the fact that they aren't where they want to be yet. You know, and um, I, I wrote this thing down this morning and I, I can't remember the quote exactly, but it was something to the effect of if if you want something, if you want to be great, right, you have to be willing to put in the prolonged effort to get there. And what social media is something that I'm really passionate about in a couple of different ways, uh, but helping people with social media specifically their mental health with it and their relationship with it because we're able to see where all of these other people are at and because we don't know them in person anymore like we we used to if we worked in a salon we could know that what that person's like behind the scenes we could know their journey we we understood how many years it took to get them to where they are and we no longer see that and so i do see that people jump into this industry and i'm sure others and go, okay, I've taken a bunch of courses, I've taken a bunch of clients, and then I'm upset that I'm not, you know, confident yet or training yet or as good as the people that I look up to yet. And I think it's hard for people to see that this is such a journey. Like there are a couple of lash artists that I have met that have solidly been better lash artists than I've ever been within the first year of them lashing, but I mean that's like two people. Right. And so we don't have we don't have this this ability to see what's going on in people's in people's past or in people's lives. Mm -hmm. And so we're able to romanticize it and fantasize about it. And so people see where I'm at in my career. And I've literally I've had so many people go, I want to be you. And I go, okay. <laughs> Are you ready for the ride that I went on in order to become me? Because at this point, I'm thankful for the anxiety. I'm thankful for the depression. I was, I was divorced young. It was traumatic. I was, I had a child young. I there were so many things that happened in my life that I'm now able to go, 
I can identify with where you're at and I want to help you with where you're at. And people are astounded that that I've gone through those things because they're like, well, I just see you on social media mm-hmm. and you're you're amazing there, right? And and thank you, but that's that's not who I am. I try to show up authentically, but that's not my past and we just don't get to see that anymore. Well, that that was actually my next point was about social media. So, as somebody who feels like you're gaining more presence when you're in the moment of something and you're able to enjoy the parts of your journey that you should be celebrating, um do you feel like you've struggled with social media, like posting, um, one, posting about those successes? Do you feel like you've changed your perspective on social media at all now that you've um, started coaching and you're helping people show up on social media, but also having a little bit of a guard up so that they're not playing the comparison game. How How is that going for you personally and then for your clients? So I don't think my perspective on social media has changed. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because um, it changed a long time ago and I hated social media. It was actually a friend of mine that got me on social media and created my first Instagram account for me. And she was like, if you want your career to go where you want it to go, you need to do this. And I was like, absolutely not. Social media is a really ugly place. I hate it here. Like, It's where everybody goes to one-up each other. It's where everybody goes to compare. And, um, And when I got serious about my career as a lash artist, I had this moment that I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So I need to be serious about this. But the reason that um the reason that i can use to be okay with using these platforms is i can be the voice that i needed when i didn't have anybody in this industry so i can show up and instead of trying to gain followers and instead of trying to like do trends and do all of these things i'm just going to show up with the encouragement and the help and the love that i needed through my journey And so that's how I've approached social media for the last six years or so. And it was phenomenal. Um, That hasn't changed the fact that I still think that it's a really difficult place to manage is, is still true and has always been true. And if we look to everybody else in the world to see whether or not we're good enough, we're never going to measure up. And there's so many people that will spend time scrolling on Instagram and they say they're looking for inspiration. And I think what we're really looking for is validation and we're not getting it. And that's when we need to shut it down and turn it off and go live our life and enjoy our life and get validation from who we are and what we're capable of instead of from the outside world. I love that point. And do you feel like, let's say somebody is in the middle of kind of working on things internally and they're wanting to grow their business, what do you recommend for them to do other than maybe stopping the scrolling? Um, But how should they show up? Should they be vulnerable on their page? Should Should they maybe go at it a different way? Like what what do you recommend for somebody that's kind of struggling right now with um with that journey with social media and themselves? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things to do. 
Um, one is put a timer on your phone for how long you can be on social media apps. That's a huge thing for me. It helps me a lot. Um, the other thing is mute anybody who makes you question your self-worth or your capability. And I don't mean mute the people that you can learn from in a proactive way, right? But if you are in a place where you're scrolling and you're wondering if you're good enough, you're wondering if you're capable, and you keep coming across certain people or certain pages that you go, oh my God, I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to do that. Or my work's never going to look like that. Or I'm never going to look like her, right? Those things, you don't have to unfollow anybody, but you can mute them. And I have some really good friends in the industry that know that I have muted them because I have actively gone to them and been like, hey, I need to explain why I'm no longer interacting with your page. And it's because every time I see it, I question whether what I'm doing or not, what, what I'm doing is right or not. Mm. And so that's like the most important thing for me is you have the capability to teach Instagram what you want to see. And what you want to see should be what builds you up, not what tears you down. But I'm also a huge advocate for professionalism. I think being open and honest um, is really important. I think vulnerability and transparency is important, but I think you can do it in a professional way if you are promoting your business. That being said, there are some personal brands out there that I highly admire that do not embrace professionalism in a traditional sense, but that is what they are going for. And mm. so I absolutely respect that, right? What I don't think I would ever want to do is get on and be like, hey, <laughs> this is my dirty laundry today. Right. Like, so I don't, I don't think it should be a place that's that should be used for for gossip. And if you're if you're running a business, there is an element of professionalism that should be maintained when running a business. But it doesn't mean you can't get on there and say things are hard, right? One of the things that I did throughout the years of posting on my Lashbox account was when I was having a hard time or struggling, I would show up with the advice that I needed to hear at that moment. And that was my way of sharing with people that they're not alone. And I would be like, hey, like these are the things that are really important right now because I was telling them to myself. And it's a really beautiful way to be professional and show up with vulnerability, but also um, like be positive and work your work your way out of it too. So you're currently working with some lash artists and business owners. Um, and if somebody who's listening today wants to inquire, um, what does it look like to have you as their coach and how can they get in contact with you? Oh, thanks for asking. So um, right now I'm working on my website and I'm working on all of the back end things that should be up and running and they're just not yet. And that's okay because I'm at peace with that. Um, so I have an additional Instagram and it's trust.larson. So it's pretty easy. <laughs> and um, you can reach out to me there if you want to. And what what does it look like to coach with me? I I show up for everybody individually and like open and in that moment, right? So I do have one program called the Markswoman Academy, and it is a pre-structured program. It's a four-week deep dive, and it's about finding like your deep passion and meaning in life and how to start walking it out as the person that you're becoming. And I put years 
years of work into it. Um, and I've gotten phenomenal feedback. Like it's just, it's really humbling to see the people who have walked through this course and gone, wow, my my life is different now. Um, it's an impact I could only have dreamed of of having a few years ago. But for the rest, I do I do one-on-one coaching and I I just show up and and we talk about what you need. And I have this entire arsenal of tools to help people accomplish the things that they've been putting off for years or help people start to have the confidence in themselves to approach their their dreams in a way that they never thought they could have before. Um I also it's like one of my biggest passions is to help make things that seem big and complicated really easy because it's surprising how simple things are and we let our thoughts get in the way and make something really, really big when all we need to do is take the tiniest step forward. So I help people break those things down in order to be able to take action and accomplish things way faster than they ever thought was possible because I'm with them, helping them get out of their head about it. Um, so that's that's kind of where we're at right now. It's almost like you're the goal-setting partner. Oh my God. <laughs> I never thought about it that way. But yeah, that totally makes sense. And then I also like I have an enormous amount of lash background and education. And so if people are are looking for specific things about their business or specific things that they're struggling, we integrate those because it makes sense to do that. But it's it's really about teaching people how to take the action in their life that that they've been wanting to and they're either too scared to or not confident enough to or just feel like it's not in the cards for them. And it really absolutely is. I think the industry really needs something like this because you're combining two things that a business owner really needs. You need somebody to hold you accountable and to help you take action on the goals that you've possibly been putting off or maybe don't know how to start them. And you're also adding in that care that sometimes we're not getting internally um and you're helping people work those out and um i don't i don't think we really see that a lot of times especially in business type of coaching so i love yeah. that you're doing this you're the perfect person to be doing something like that and you're you're doing it in a way that is very you and it's just it totally makes sense thank you i'm trying to figure out how to get that to translate on instagram right now i am struggling with it <laughs> Well, which is funny. Like I, I want people to know, like they, they see my, my big Instagram account and they're like, wow, you're so good at this. I've had people from the transportation industry ask me to help them. I've had people from all over ask me to help. And I'm like, you know what? I am, I'm really specialized over here, guys. Like I'm working it out for myself too, but I really appreciate that. Like you putting it like that was, um, really helpful. Yeah. No, I, I really think that when you were talking, I was like, should I set up a call with Tress? Because seriously, you um you have so much experience. You you really are so easy to talk to. And you could just tell like you have a lot to offer and you like are radiating with all of this like peaceful but also get after it vibes at the same time, you know? 
Thank you. It's so funny because like when I was with you at Lash Boss Summit and you were like walking around orchestrating things and whatever, I was just in awe of your energy that day because you and you might not have felt it on the inside, but on the outside, you were just like so calm and cool and collected and kind and graceful. And I was just like, how is she doing this right now? Like with everything that you had to do. So um that Sorry, was, you saying that made me remember that. That was the best weekend. I really um I really had such a great time. I loved how intimate it was and everything. So I really was like I was actually going into that day feeling like I all of the work has been done. Please just be present this weekend and do that for yourself because you never do that for yourself. So there would be times where I was like moderating a panel and somebody would be talking because they're on the panel and I'd just be like sitting there like with my eyes closed being like, I just, this is a great day. And yeah, I was just really present that day. So I think that's why, but. I could see it and I could feel it. And I think everybody else did too. And it made like the biggest difference. It was, it was incredible. If you guys, if you guys are even questioning whether or not you're going to Lash Boss Summit this year, go. No, no question. No question. (laughs) Thank you for saying that. Um, so is there anything else that is on the horizon for you? And um, and you said that the best way to find you is at your Instagram account, trust.larson. But is there any other things on the horizon that we could look forward to? Oh, my God. There's so much. <laughs> um, some of them are really big things that I can't talk about yet. But like, yes, it's going to be exciting. Um, I, I recently made a list and there's solidly 11 different things that I want to be working on in my business that are all like big, big components of my business. And, um, right now the, the, the closest is I'm going to be coming out with some, um, online trainings. And one is going to be about social media and like your relationship with social media and having it work for you instead of against you. I'm not promising anybody like viral view numbers or anything like that. It's like literally developing a good relationship with social media so it doesn't tear you apart. Um, one of them is going to be like confidence and poise. People ask me how to how to walk on stage all the time and how I can deliver um, messages like I do and present myself like I do. So I'm going to do one on that. Um, there's there's going to be one on service over sales. It's called SOS because I don't think everybody, I don't think a lot of people understand that if you are in the service industry in any way, you are in the sales industry. Mm-hmm. And there can be a way that you do sales that is not creepy and that is not needy. And that is, it actually feels good for everybody because if you are sell, if you are serving people so well, you will naturally be selling them too. And so um that's like three of four that are going to be coming out in the next few months here. And they're going to be really reasonably priced because I just want people to be able to to take these things and and work on transforming their lives with them. So that's what's coming soon. Oh my gosh. I'm excited. That's that's awesome. And also still it makes so much sense and the perfect person for that. Ah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this episode with me today. It was awesome getting to dive into your journey more and your inner workings and everything that you've got coming up. Thank you. I am honestly honored to be here. I had like a moment where I felt a little bit teary earlier and um I'm just I'm excited for for 
this coming out and for the future. And I just really appreciate you having me. Yes, thank you.